America, and welcome to The Dean's List. I am Dean Bowen. You are listening to America Out Loud Talk Radio. And today I have a very dear friend on the show. She is a homeschool mom, a homeschooling mom. And I believe the information that uh, she has to share will be beneficial to many of you. We've talked at length about, about what we can do in terms of the, the state of affairs in education. And homeschooling obviously is an option. And I know many of you feel like I can't do it or I, you know, I don't know that I have the ability. And so I think it'll be helpful to hear from someone who has done it and is currently doing it. So I'd like to introduce uh, my dear friend, Sarah Wilson. Sarah, thanks for being on board today. Hey, thanks for having me. You're welcome. So um, we go back a little bit. Matter of fact, your two boys were enrolled at Waterbrook and you you left you 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 had a situation or an opportunity to homeschool and while i was sad to see you go i've said here publicly on air that homeschooling is the best choice you know even running a a private christian school i believe homeschool is the best choice and so you had this opportunity um before you to spend time with your boys and teach them um I guess at the onset, were you afraid a little bit? I mean, was there even a little bit of that, of that thought of that notion, just daunting? Yeah. Well, you know, we were with Waterbrook and we loved it. It was a great foundation for the boys' education. And I still credit our time there as really setting us up um, for their faith walk. You know, it helped to support what I was doing at home with them. And then we moved farther away. We did two years of public. And in the second year of public, my oldest said, I want to homeschool. And I thought, oh my gosh, what am I going to do now? You know, um, how am I going to pull that off? I've never done it. I have no idea what to do with it. And I prayed about it. And I remember thinking like, that sounds like a great idea. And, you know, oh, I'd be at home baking things and, you know, sleeping in or whatever, but still really not knowing how to do it. And it really was um, one of the convictions that I had was I was actually getting ready one morning and the scripture that came to me was train up a child in the way that he should go. And when he's old, he won't depart from it. And while I was getting ready, the image of an Olympic athlete came to my mind. And an Olympic athlete doesn't just train on Sundays at 1030 for an hour and maybe an hour of Sunday school. They train every single day. Mm-hmm. And I thought to myself, oh my gosh, you know, this, yeah, this isn't doing what I thought it was going to do. And so we were in a great, you know, considered uh, a great school district, you know, by mm-hmm. most people's standards. But um, the fact of the matter was, is that it wasn't supporting the type of men I was trying to raise. And I had a great relationship with the principal and the teachers and they loved the boys. And, you know, my oldest was just coming home, telling me some things that were being said in the classroom that were being done, discussed. And I just, I just thought this is not no, what we need to take. Mm-hmm. And it was a big cost. And so one of the things that people usually ask is, you know, financially, how can I, you know, move into homeschooling? You know, it's mm-hmm. going to be a tight squeeze for us. Um, the question I had to ask myself, and I would really encourage other parents considering homeschooling, though, is this is what's at stake. So everything costs something. You'll either pay a cost up front or for the long haul. And Mm -hmm. for me, 
I thought, okay, you know what? It'll be a pinch financially. Absolutely. Because that many times I was also a single parent homeschooling. So that in itself presents some extra challenges when you don't have family or a spouse to help out. Mm -hmm. But really at the end of the day, it was just like, okay, you know what? I don't need to know all the answers Mm -hmm. because I know people have gone before me and Mm -hmm. somebody can show me some things to do. I don't have to have it all figured out. Right. Yeah. Right. And so that was really my approach is the conviction of the Lord, just really saying, train up those children. Cause that is my one, that is my one job I've got to do. And it's a really short window. It is. It is a short window. And it is, I've talked about this a lot lately that someone's going to influence your kids. Somebody out there is influencing them. And whose influence do you want them to be under? So education is not neutral. No, uh -uh, it isn't. No, someone's getting to them. You, You know, you, address the question of, you know, how can I financially afford it? And I think I had uh, a couple of days ago, I was speaking with uh, Aaron Lee, who I don't know if you know her story, but in Colorado, her daughter, her, her six-year-old daughter, uh, unbeknownst to Aaron and, and her husband, the six-year-old daughter, is, or, I'm sorry, the 12-year-old daughter who's in sixth grade is uh, being transitioned by the school. And she finally discovers, you know, what's happening, pulls them from public school. And in the course of the conversation, she said, you know, she does hear a lot that, you know, people say, I I can't afford to homeschool my kids. And she said, you can't not afford to homeschool, you know, find a way, find a way. Now, your situation in terms of the public school your boys ran, which I had forgotten that you had a couple of years in public school, actually. I had forgotten about that that bridge, um, but it was considered a good school. Excellent, you know, financial uh, community, well-educated, the adults, you know, but that doesn't equate spiritual depth. Right. And so I think a lot of adults think, oh, it's a great community. It's safe, mm-hmm. safe. By whose standards, though? Whose standards are you putting those against? Sure. And so the things that they were, the conversations that were being had, um, I said, that's not, that's not, those are not ones we're going to be having mm-hmm. at school. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we have those at home. Mm-hmm. And um, with regard to like, as far as the financial investment for homeschooling, one of the things that's always important, and so I would suggest if you're not there yet to get your financial house in order is don't be slave to the lender. God's word is very clear about that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, get your finances in order, but you don't have to wait until they're in order to homeschool your kids sure. because they're so, I mean, we're in the age of technology for crying out. We could barely get on the internet here earlier, right? Like there's so much information. It's everywhere. It is everywhere that we've never had so much information. And so between used books, I mean, there's so much that's within your grasp. You just have to think outside of the box. If you stick in that linear thought of how education has to look, mm-hmm. sure, it'll be challenging for you. But I'm telling you right now, anybody can do it. Mm-hmm. And you've been given a wonderful privilege, you know, to raise your kids. And right. my youngest, who's uh, 15 right now, we were sitting on the sofa the other day and he didn't want a homeschool Dean. First year, he was mad and blazes at me. He didn't want to do it. Mm-hmm. I I didn't know he was mad. Mm-hmm. I miss my friends at school. I said, we can still get together with the ones that, you know, we want to get together with whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, 
So the other day we're sitting on the sofa and I don't know what we were watching, something I'm sure news um, with regard to news, but he turned to me and he said, mom, I'm really glad for the way that you've raised me. Nice. Yeah. Yes. You know, so, you know, I am a firm mom, but I'm a very loving mom. Yeah. You know, we've got standards and, and my job is not to do what everybody else is doing in their home. My job is to be obedient to the Lord and to follow that path. And, uh, you know, that's that's the job I got. Yeah. Yeah. It's the job you got. It's the job that we all have as parents. And it's the it's we're only going to get it for, like you said, just a short window. So let's give it everything we got. Yeah. And, and homeschooling. You know, I think it's it's a wonderful opportunity to do that. Oh, so for sure. I uh, I was looking through this article the other day, and it had a list of questions in terms of things that homeschool parents will be asked, you know, by other people, or even thoughts that homeschool parents have before diving into it. And um, one of the questions I think that might be maybe the most famous in terms of homeschooling is socialization. My own opinion is I think the kids are socialized better when they're just around adults, but um, how did you handle that? What, uh, what was your take on that? That always comes up. And so um, I remember some very well-meaning family members asked me the same thing. And I kind of thought for a minute, I know this just came from the Lord because I was just like, well, you know what? There were weird kids in public school when I was in high school too. So there's weird kids everywhere. So if you're afraid my kids are going to be weird, if you're weird, just be weird. Whether you're in public school, private school, or homeschool, if you're weirdo, you're weirdo. That's, you know, that's just what it is. So, um, but socialization I thought was so interesting too, is because, um, you know, consider who you want your kids to socialize with. If you're in, if you're in public school, you don't get the choice. Mm-hmm. For me, I like having freedom and I like picking and choosing to what I think is right for my family. And so, um, I get to decide who's a good influence and who can, you know, my kids be good influences with too. And another thing too, you know, is iron trans iron. Mm-hmm. Don't. Don't put your kids, you know, with, you know, I don't know, wood and think they're going to sharpen iron. They're not. Quit fooling yourself. It's not going to happen. It's really not. You're going to dull your kid and you're going to regret it later, too. They come (laughs) home doing naughty stuff. (laughs) You know, that's a great answer because it it puts you in charge. Yeah. It's you in charge. Yeah, I agree. My, My child needs to, you know, needs to have some socialization, but I get to choose. I'm in charge of who they're going to hang out with. I'm the grown up here. Yeah. Grown up in the room. It doesn't get any any better than that. Yeah. So and what, we've got Frankenstein everywhere. Yeah. Everywhere. You know, just because of all the organizations we've been involved with through mm-hmm. homeschooling. Uh, my oldest son, he's graduated now. He graduated this this year, spring. He has friends from Wisconsin that came down to the Midwest that he met in Lansing mm-hmm. at a Christian legislative conference they've gone to every year. Mm-hmm. And they got together and were hanging out. So there are friends all over. And yeah. I just think to myself, they're social. They talk to adults. My right. kids talk to grownups and look them in the eyes. And, you know, yeah. it's so not, not only do they talk to grownups, but they know how to talk to grownups. They know yeah. how to look them in the eye. Absolutely. And, and have, yeah. Yeah. And, and yeah. actually have a, have a real conversation with the adult using real it, words. It's so, it's so shocking because I was, um, I live in a beach town and I was walking the pier the other day. My youngest son and I were walking and I said, you know, make sure you greet people and say, well, you should say hi when you pass people and you're walking. 
there were two young people and they had to be about 16 years old and you could tell they were tourists. They weren't from the area. And uh, I said, you know, let's make sure we greet them, you know, warmly. And we both looked over at the appropriate time and said hi and smiled at them. Dean, they both looked at us, turned back and didn't say anything. And it was like, <laughs> what? we have the nerve to do that. <laughs> You know what? You probably wanted to go back there and grab them by the ears. And, and I thought I could teach you something. I should homeschool right. you. <laughs> right. Kids, sit down here in this park bench. We're going to have a quick lesson. Gosh, I couldn't believe it, though. I could not believe it. And we're just so used to saying hi and, you know, just just friendly. Right. Such a small thing. It, it Yeah, but it's um, it's meaningful nonetheless. So yeah. tell me about... Uh, I don't know that this question was in the article, but you mentioned the different groups that you were involved in and this yeah. uh, this legislative Christian thing you had in the state capitol in Lansing. So tell me about some of the groups that you had your boys linked up with. So, um, well, we've always been very politically involved mm -hmm. um, since they were very small. So we've mm -hmm. always um, done civic volunteer work. Um, we've also been a part of cooperatives, which are large groups um, that get together usually about once a week. Mm -hmm. Parents always involved. They either have electives courses or sometimes core curriculum. And we've done that from the very beginning. And that helped out tremendously. And we've always been a part of larger cooperatives. Mm -hmm. And then we also have done camps. So mm -hmm. one of the camps that we've done is um, the Student Statesmanship Institute which is okay. also called Lead Camp. And that's a um, Christian leadership camp where they're learning about legislation. And so, um, you know, we do lots of field trips, sometimes impromptu. Um, if our governor decides to pretend that an executive order is a law, then we go to Lansing and we have a protest. That was the first field trip of one year. You know, we do things yeah. in the moment, right? right? their classroom is going to shut down and say, hey, let's take a trip to Lansing. No, we did. We packed our lunches. We headed down. Um, we got to work uh, presidential campaigns, front mm -hmm. row. You know, we just got to do so many things and be part of so many groups. Um, it just, it all evolved. And, and then we realized that um, a lot of the groups that we're in, we see the same students and the same families. And so we become friends. Yeah. And so even a uh, dance. It's called uh, the Dance Project downstate in Michigan, and it's a Christian public dance, but it's um, clean dancing. Mm -hmm. And so the kids do that too. So we have so many different connections and conferences. We always go to the state conference um, for Michigan for homeschooling, mm -hmm. but they have uh, speakers and workshops at. And so all these different contacts that we have eventually kind of overlap, which is wonderful to build a huge sense of community within homeschool. Sure. Uh, I noticed one of the questions in the article uh, talked about children hearing other people's ideas. And I think uh, uh, when people think of homeschooling, they think of you and your two boys and you're sitting at the kitchen table and it's five days a week, eight hours a day, and they get no interaction. But you're yeah. giving us a completely different picture. Absolutely. You are out and about, you're moving around, you know, you're at places, you're at co-ops, you're 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 interacting you're, you're exchanging real life stuff yeah which sounds that, exciting. it is exciting uh you know even when i work and i'm with a client and i'm traveling 
boys go with me. Curriculum goes with us. Uh, yeah. You know, when Jacob, when Jacob was a student too. And, uh, you know, they're of age. It could be in the hotel until 3 p.m. when I'm done training this corporation. Mm-hmm. Okay, we lost Sarah Wilson. We're going to try to get her back uh, here. And in the meantime, she is she's really given us some, some good information. So parents, if you... Listen, if you're worried, if you're not, if you're not sure if you can pull this off, you 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 realize the need. You see that that something has to change. And you're thinking about homeschooling. And you're wondering, do I have the ability? Uh, do I have what it takes to to get this done? I mean, here we're we are hearing from a mom who had never homeschooled before, but absolutely loves her boys. And just decided, you know, she didn't want him in the public school anymore. And again, this the school system that she had them in, uh, it, it was a good system as far as public school systems go. And, you know, you, you've heard me say that, especially if you live in Colorado or Oregon, there is no such thing as a good public school system. In some places, though, that might be the case. There might be good systems out there. There might be good districts. I know there's still uh, teachers and administrators that that are not woke, and there are school boards that are not woke. If you're in a district that isn't woke, then there's hope. But even so, she has experienced just things that and influences she doesn't want her boys around. And she decided as a mom, you know, I I want to be in charge of the influence. I want to be in charge of their friendships. I want to be in charge of who is pouring into their lives and what they're pouring into their lives. And I think it's a, a question that as parents, we have to ask ourselves, who do we want pouring into our kids? And if the answer is not the school system, then the second question is, how do we make it happen? And I hope to uh, to dive into that more with Sarah, let me see if I can uh, reach back out and, and see if we can get her back on. We'll pick it up on the other side of this break. You're listening to The Dean's List on America Out Loud Talk Radio. World-class care from doctors you can trust, all from the comfort of your home. That is One Wellness. Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at The Wellness Company launched the One Wellness membership to provide free monthly supplements and unlimited telemedicine access with doctors that share your values. Be a part of a revolutionary new healthcare system that puts your health and well-being above the interests of Big Pharma's bottom line. It's the way healthcare should be. Go to OutLoudCare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first month of One Wellness. I'm so confused. I don't know what to do. I'm afraid of going to the hospital. My doctor tells me nutrition doesn't work. Trust is earned. We are the Energetic Health Institute, and we want to earn your trust. Natural medicine, holistic nutrition, detoxification, fasting, cellular healing, and so much more. Remember, the best way to be free is to be healthy. So stop being a patient and start being a student at energetichealthinstitute.org. We know you love the versatility and portability of the Genesis Fogger, but sometimes you just want to set it and forget it. Well, we heard you. 
Introducing the UX4 HOCL Atomizer. This stationary unit quietly protects you and is perfect for smaller spaces. With over a quarter million units sold in Japan, it's now available in the United States. Visit genesisfogger.com forward slash out loud to see the UX4 in action and receive a 15% discount on either Fogger with promo code OUTLOUD. With Genesis, you're ready for anything. We are the pulse and voice of everyday American thought. AmericaOutloud.news, delivering a message of truth, inspiration, and hope to the world. Here we take on the challenges of our generation so that we can preserve future generations. Join us in the fight for liberty and justice for all. America Out Loud Talk Radio. List on America Out Loud Talk Radio. Uh, we do have Sarah back. Sarah, welcome back. Thank you. So, yeah. one of the other questions that that comes up that that people might ask themselves is, "I don't have the patience. I don't have the patience to homeschool. I don't have the time. I don't have the skills." Did you have any of those questions? Did they, you know, did, were you plagued with any internal doubts? And and if not, what answer would you give to parents who maybe have those internal doubts? Well, I'm still working on the patients okay. seven years in. That's so fair. still working on it, right? Um, one of the things I think too is that if you think you can't do something, then you're right. Yeah. I think you can. Right. Yeah. And if you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you, then there's your answer. Good. So um, if it's a matter of time, the great news is you get to do it whenever you want. Right. So uh, we school year round uh-huh. so that we can take longer breaks in between. If something comes up, um, for example, a couple of years ago, my grandmother got really sick and she was in the hospital and she almost died. So it was just myself and my aunt who lives several hours away also we were going down every other day to the hospital. Now, if the kids were in school and I worked a traditional, you know, nine to five always, I wouldn't have been able to do that. You know, so we were, I was able to show them compassion and how we care for our family. And so the timing was perfect. And on those days, it just meant, you know what we do? School gets done in the evening. We have night school. Mm-hmm. Um in Michigan, you know, wintertime comes, there's not a whole lot of sunshine. Right. So we take the opportunity to go sledding with our other homeschool friends uh-huh. on Sundays. Yeah. I'm not wasting that sunshine. No. And nothing we can do is school. Let's get some vitamin you know? D. Yeah. So uh-huh. um that's really the beauty of it is that you get to make it work for your family. And um I think the least amount of restrictions, it's such, it's such a gift. And so when you look at it in that lens, as opposed to, oh no, I've got to do this and this, you get to, or you have to, you know, like I, I get to do this, right? You know, I get to do this. This is an opportunity. It's a, it's a privilege. And so, um, 
are you qualified? No, you're not. But you weren't qualified to potty train either. And you did that, right? Right. (laughs) Yeah. What more do you want? You know, so you think about all the things you did as a parent. I think the fallacy right now in our culture is that everything has to be done by a professional. Mm -hmm. That's not true for many things. Some things, heart surgery. Yeah, you do. You need a professional. Mm-hmm. teaching your children. No, you've been doing that since day one, right? This is just an extension of your parenting. If you think about it. Excellent. And, um, my youngest son said to a friend of his, who is um, thinking about homeschooling. He said that, and this is so, it's so funny to hear them talk. Cause I'm like, Oh, I never said that. that this is his idea. Th- these are his ideas. You know, he said, when your parents homeschool you, they really get to know who you are. Oh, whoa. That was, Awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause I spend the time with them. Yeah. So yeah, you know, I think really what the main thing is too, is do you have a willing heart? Mm-hmm. Do you have a willing heart to teach your kids? And I'm sure most parents would say I do. Cause I love my kids. And honestly, you know, maybe I shouldn't say this. I got two boys, but I planted this in their heads since they were little. Um, but I've always told them, nobody loves you like your mama does. So just keep that in mind. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you know, when they were younger, they would say, Jacob, my oldest would say, Mom, you know, because I would say, You can live with this forever. You know, you say that and they're little. And he says, Well, what if I get married and my wife doesn't want to live with you? And, you know, I said, Well, baby, if you pick the right girl, she will. <laughs> I'm just totally jealous. Kind of not. No. <laughs> of course so, she will. She's going to love your mama. She will. And, and that's the really wonderful thing, too, is that he's 18 years old right now. He's got his first girlfriend. She's a godly girl. She loves the Lord. And so are her parents. Mm -hmm. And so we didn't finagle with the whole dating thing because from very early on, we said dating is preparation for marriage. And so unless you're prepared financially to support a wife and kids, Mm -hmm. don't be looking, you Mm -hmm. know? And so now he's at the age and has a career and now he's starting to consider these things for the next few years. Mm -hmm. So I think if you say, you know, do I have the patience or time or the skill you know what? The time's going to pass anyway. Yeah. So whether you do the job or you load it off on somebody else, the time's going to pass anyway. What you don't want is you don't want to have regret of what you wished you would have done when you're a grandparent or whatever. So as far as skill, like I said, you create your homeschool. It's not school at home, like public school. Mm-hmm. It's creative. And when your kids want to go down a rabbit trail of a subject they're interested in, it's phenomenal because yeah. that is learning, right? Mm-hmm. We're not teaching to the test. Mm-hmm. We're teaching for mastery. Right. So if you've got a kiddo who, you know, struggles in an area, you get to spend the time that they need to master it before you move on. They're not rushed on or pushed on. You know, you'll see your kids have a love of learning mm-hmm. um, and even reading. And mm-hmm. so, that's the wonderful thing is they'll keep doing it as adults. So when new things come their way and they get these crazy ideologies that are accepted in culture and they'll say, wait, what does God's word say? Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. they'll learn to question things and not sure. just go with the flow. That's so important. Yeah. And that, that ability to think critically about things, which, which we're lacking. Tremendously. Tremendously. And, and I mean, if you, yeah. And you have this this ability, you have this opportunity to to pour this into your kids. I, yeah, you're not going to pass it up. Now, I've said that really the two most important things are time and temperament. Um, 
when when Cindy and I were homeschooling our two, they were younger and their temperament was was really good. And and Cindy had the time. And then she pretty much handled it. You know, so it's easy for me to say time and temperament. Mm -hmm. Uh, What do you think about that? What do you think about time and temperament? Yeah, I mean, time, you you carve out time for what's important for you. Um, I don't know, but I think most Americans, I'm not sure how many hours they spend right now on a screen outside Mm -hmm. of work, I'm talking. Mm -hmm. So if you're in the school of Netflix, that's where you're investing your time. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I'm not a huge fan of television unless it's a documentary or learning something Friday night, family movie night. That's fine. But mm-hmm. we don't spend a lot of time on yeah. TV because there are other more fun things to do. Right. And this temperament goes, my oldest son is like me. My youngest son is not like me. Okay. He learns differently. And so that means I get to adjust to his learning style. Mm. That means I'm learning and growing at the same time. You know, right. I really feel like I've gotten an additional education Mm-hmm. by homeschooling. Mm-hmm. And so temperament, you know, these are your people. If you don't like your kids, who do you got to blame? I mean, you really, you've <laughs> raised them, right? So getting to know them, <laughs> if you think your kids are punks, you might have to do some extra work with them, you know, because <laughs> you raised them. So, and so you, I know. That, <laughs> yeah. You're saying then that temperament is not, that's not a, that's not a game changer. Temper temperament is is not a a reason to not homeschool your children. You're saying, hey, learn their temperament, learn right. how to learn how they learn, and and you educate yourself in your child. I love that answer. I'm going to adjust my philosophy right here on the. You floor. might have to. You might. Well, because you know what, if if temperament is your is your um is your argument, okay, so you send your kid to school. What do they do with? Oh, with your kid. You're right. That's an excellent point. Yeah. And if and you get to know your kids, for one, you get to trust them. Mm-hmm. And for two, you know, when they have issues, they come to you. And that's the, I mean, honestly, I'm not the best mom in the world, but I can tell you, I'm very, very close to my boys. Mm-hmm. They still tell me a lot of things. I think maybe most teenage boys tell their moms and so in a great relationship. And so- you spend your time where you think it's important. And, you know, time is a magnifier. Mm-hmm. So as time goes on and you'll see, where did I spend my time? You know, was I invested in whatever series was on Netflix or whatever? And don't be watching Netflix. They have garbage on there anyway. So don't be on that, you know, but really you spending your time at mm-hmm. your people around you will know what you think is important. Just ask them. And right. if you're, you know, and if you don't want to ask those questions, there's a reason, but it's good to know and ask your kids, you know, do you feel loved? Do you feel supported by me? And if not, and how can I do it better? Mm-hmm. Those are tough ones to ask, but it's good to ask. Mm-hmm. You, you need to have those conversations with your people. Uh, those are that. That's a fantastic answer, and I think you just destroyed my my time and, and temperament argument that I would raise. Yeah, for sorry you. about that. Because I mean, it's all right. I mean, I would say I get it. The two things that are going to keep you from homeschooling are time and temperament, but you you just destroyed them both. Yeah. Well, because. Yeah. You're the perfect one. God gave the, you that child. Mm-hmm. He didn't give somebody else that child. He knew exactly what he was doing when he created them. Ah, uh, right. Just to be yours. I love that message. And that's an important message for us to hear. Yeah. So thank you for yeah. saying that. Yeah. Uh, the other two questions that, that at least were in this article. 
the the second to the last one involved finding the right curriculum. How do you go about? I mean, what was your task there? How did you find the the right stuff? Yeah, well, you know, you'll you'll try new things, and that's the really great thing about homeschooling is you get the freedom to pick. Okay, I don't like to be told what to do all the time. <laughs> oh, there it is. I work for myself. <laughs> uh huh. But it's really cool because every kid is different, and. <clears throat> We started off our first six months with an online curriculum because I didn't know what to do. I knew that it was all packaged together. It was online. It was a Christian curriculum. And then six months and they said, we want books, which really floored me because I thought they'd like being on the computer. Mm -hmm. And they said, no, we want books. I said, oh, okay. So then I started asking other people that I had met, what do you use? What, what do you find your kids like? Now, some things can change. We've kind of got our um our stuff scheduled in early on and um very so our seventh year i think we've only changed one or two curriculums but we've stuck with the same ones but if you find something's not working it's okay to switch it's not a crime in fact do what suits your kid best mm -hmm. out they're crying nobody wants that you know so you get to try new things um some curriculums will let you get online and have a short a trial window for free to just get an idea of like, does my kid like this? Your kid can look at the books online, um, the assessments to find their placement in math, even for Matthew C, which I believe Nicole, who was at Waterbrook, turned me onto that years ago. Sure, right. Uh, um, for a supplement for math was Matthew C. And, uh, <clears throat> you know, the homeschool conferences too, you get to see the books in real life flip through the pages, give them a try. Used book sales are excellent. That's another great way. Um, <clears throat> a lot of mamas, we, you know, you know, homeschool families, it's funny, we were at a conference once and one of my boys said, mom, why does everybody have a bunch of kids and we only have two of us? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Me. <laughs> I don't know. That's all I got is two. I don't know. <laughs> That's great. I love it. <laughs> but they'll use one curriculum with one and just pass it on, you know, and that's great. Yeah. Okay. So I mean, if you think about what you spend in, yeah, lots of options, lots of trying out things. Um, I've always used curriculum though, that was already created, but we've, but we always venture off. So we'll always venture off or a documentary, um, with, uh, there was a, uh, a movie out, um, is it Oppenheimer or something? Mm -hmm. uh, the scientist from World War II. Mm -hmm. Well, the movie wasn't appropriate for us to watch. I said, you know what? Let's, let's find a documentary about him. And that's what we did. And so we got to delve in that way about World War II and all this stuff. So you just, there's never a shortage of information at your fingertips. Really. It, it sounds like you're creative in, in, in how you present it. Yeah. Yeah. And find it and how you go after it. Yeah. So what about the question of college transcripts? I mean, what yeah. you handle that? Because I, I, I do know of a mom and I don't know that you did this, but I do know of a mom who just created her own homeschool name. They called it mm -hmm. their name and here, and she just created yep. her own, you know, transcripts built in. How do you handle that? So you can do that with the HSLDA. There is a transcript you can purchase, very inexpensive. It lays it all out. You plug in the class your child took, the description that the um, 
you know, that the publisher said about that curriculum, you plug in their grades, that's that. Um, even graduation, that was another thing I want to bring up with regard to high schoolers is, um, so graduation, at least um, in Michigan, we got part of a group downstate. Um, they had a full on graduation ceremony with a string orchestra. It was phenomenal. Wow. I had no, I mean, this looked like a college graduation. It was so impressive. They did pictures of the students and parents and each of us parents got to go up and pray over our children. And so if you're ever worried that your kids aren't going to get the high school experience, they will. Our cooperatives have held proms every year. Um, so a little off topic, but they're still getting wonderful experiences that aren't, um, they're not going to regret later. Mm -hmm. But as far as the um, college, we haven't had to go that route just yet. My oldest is looking at classes in the winter. Mm -hmm. He was offered a full-time position at 17 in our local um, EMS. Yeah. And so <clears throat> he took an EMT uh, program while in 12th grade because mm -hmm. he got his classes done. Mm -hmm. Took the EMT program just for education. Um, they offered him a position, but he had to be 18. So he wasn't old enough. So they waited on it for him. They gave him an internship and they offered him a full-time position wow. um, as an EMT. Yeah. And, you know, just turned 18, um, they offered 48,000 in full benefits. And so he's doing that for right now. Well, that's you know, fantastic. I know, right? Like everybody had a crappy job out of school. I said, yeah. man, I wish I was bad. Bagging groceries. <laughs> so, so that's not like what he wants to do, but he's what he's doing right now while he decides. Um, he just two weeks ago invited me on a flight, um, an intro flight um, to look at becoming a pilot. I didn't know that that's, I thought we were going to go for a ride. Mm -hmm. I didn't know he was doing the takeoff and flying for an hour and a half. I about died. You know, so you're giving your kids all these, this courage to try yeah, things, right. right? Just try. Why not? Yeah. Why not? And it really, it really has given him just his eyes open to like, it's all open to me. Yeah. And I'm like, absolutely. absolutely. Why not you? It's going to be somebody. It's got to be somebody. Why not Jacob? Yeah. And then soon Jackson. Yeah. Yeah. So you you mentioned HSLDA. Can yeah. you can you dive into that for a second? Yeah. So that's the Homeschool Legal Defense Association. Right. Um, they're a national organization that um, fights on behalf of homeschoolers. And I would definitely suggest becoming a member um, if there are any issues that you come across in your local or state. Um, they'll step in on your behalf if if you need. Um, help with that. And that to me was really important because uh, currently Michigan is one of the least regulated homeschool states, which is wonderful. However, 10 years ago, there was legislation on the floor <clears throat> to make us one of the strictest. And so every year we have a state uh, conference we attend, and we also go and visit all of our legislatures while these homeschool families are there. To Thank show them, like, hey, these are the people you represent. This is what we do. Mm -hmm. And so the HSLDA right now, I know, is um, defending a family that's here from Germany. They they fled Germany because they want to homeschool their family. Mm -hmm. And um, and they came here legally for asylum, which mm -hmm. is important. Um, we have laws and rules for a reason. And uh, now they're at threat, though, for being sent back to Germany. So the HSLDA is stepping in on their behalf. Um, so I think it is important to make sure that we're defending our rights as Americans. And that means joining an organization that's bigger than you that has a lot of experience. And so I would definitely suggest doing that. 
So you are really painting a picture today and, and doing an excellent job, I might add, of uh, removing the stereotypical homeschool experience of, you know, a mom or a dad sitting at the kitchen table with their kids who are just bored out of their minds. You yeah. have got your boys involved in things that your boys would not have had an opportunity to be involved in. No, no. Yeah, absolutely. They would have been in a building all day long, you know, so doing, doing what, who knows? Well, you know, and, and you know, how many hours you really need to get through a curriculum and during our high school years, we're noticing between averaging three and four, um, the boys have always worked since they're 14. They've always gotten jobs, mm -hmm. you know, um, that that's just really important to me is you're raising adults. And I think that's the, the, the idea of entitlement is not one that resides in this house. Mm -hmm. So when they're looking for work and like my oldest son had to go before the county commissioners in our, in this area, this county for this position, um, he was able to talk to them and articulate and be different and show up on time and do hard work and not complain. You know, if you're looking to give your kiddos a huge step up, just that alone, it, it's really incredible. Um, how you get set apart, but we're supposed to be set apart. Right. And so um, all this, and, and I say all this, and I praise God that I've had the opportunity to do this and the privilege, but it's always should be pointing back to the Lord. Always. It's not because I'm smart or I'm super special. Um, I'm not, but it's just a glorified, thank you, Lord, for the gift that I have in this time. And I want to be a good steward of the gifts he gives me. And so it's been a fun ride mm -hmm. and I can't imagine, you know, I just said like, I enjoy being around my people. Mm -hmm. And if you don't enjoy your people, invest more in that relationship then really, because it's super fun. And you know, the next phase that we've got Jackson's in 10th grade. Mm -hmm. So we just got these, you know, last few years mm -hmm. and, but he's excited about his future. He's not full of dread and stress and, mm -hmm. you know, he's excited and he should be, should be, he absolutely should be, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 We, we want them to go into, into these years being excited about it, looking forward to it. Absolutely. You know, what are we going to go after and what are we going to tackle? What are we, yeah. you know, yeah. this is the future that, that we want to create in our kids and, and you're, right. doing, you're doing it. You're on the ground doing it. Yeah. Uh, you know, I wish more parents would do it. I really do because it's, it's not nearly as impossible. I think as people, make it out in their minds to be mm -hmm. really, and, you know, I, I, I think people need to hear that. Mm -hmm. I think they need to hear that from, from you, people like you <laughs> who are doing it, who have gone after it. Uh, you've got, you've got one through it. You've got another coming through it. Yeah. You know, so you're, we're able to look and see your success, the success of the boys. And I think it's encouraging and yeah, we, we, we need it. We need to hear it. I, I yeah. wish people would do it. And I run a, a you know, a Christian school. But I wish more people would homeschool. Yeah, yeah. I think it's uh, honestly, I, I think, you know, it's I know things financial are changing with our economy and the way that our um, <clears throat> government has made extra money, you know, mm -hmm. printed more than we needed, whatever. <laughs> but I really think that it can be done. Um, it might it may look you live differently 
I would much rather live differently with the legacy of boys who are become fathers and husbands who serve the Lord mm-hmm. than somebody consumed with how many material things that they own. Mm, thank you. Hands down. Hands down. Fully yeah. Agree. Quit, so, quit watching the world. Quit watching the world. Right. None of what your business. You None of your business. You decide what you're going to do and, and you, and you make a life out of it. Yeah. Not I just was reminded time. that yesterday there was a situation that came up dean and um i i I spent too much time and thought in this uh situation that had happened and i thought my gosh you know what i knew i was doing the right thing um making a godly step and i thought to myself you know what shame on me shame on me for taking that much time and energy investing worried about what somebody else thought it's none of my business i've got an audience of one that's it absolutely (laughs) love that advice if that's the only thing you've heard today, take it. I know that's not the only thing you've heard, but that's beautiful <laughs> advice. Sarah, I want to ask you about your line of work. Uh, you're, you're self-employed. Did you do did did you dive into this business and your line of work while you were homeschooling, before you homeschooled, after you homeschooled? I guess give me a, a picture of that. Yeah. So I worked for um a global corporation for about eight years doing what I do. And I was certified in North America to train and teach and and do corporate um, coaching and training, consulting. And then, you know, COVID hit. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, everything kind of died down. Um, I had a non-compete that I thankfully took advantage of uh, during that time and then developed my business model. And then as soon as restrictions started lifting, I launched my business mm-hmm. and grateful that a lot of the companies that I'd served previously stayed with me. Mm. And so I travel around and I teach corporations leadership skills and communication skills. Mm-hmm. And so that's why I said, um, you know, when we're talking about, you know, sometimes I hear parents say, well, I want my kids to be salt and light in their school. Well, I'm telling you, from a professional point of view, when I'm teaching grown adults how to change their culture and they have significant challenges doing that confidence-wise, your kid's not doing it in public school. I hate to be the bear of bad news, but I want to be very frank and very real that this is not the time. You raise them up for war. You get them ready for battle. It, this is not the time. And, you know, some people can argue nonstop with me, but you know what? If I see adults who can't change their culture and have a challenge, and these are established adults who know who they are, their values are, your kids aren't going to do it. Mm-hmm. Don't sacrifice your kids. Don't. Uh, don't sacrifice your kids. And this is the argument, at least that I have heard over the years, and, and starting a Christian school, people at church would say, well, you know, you know, the public school isn't that bad and it gives your kids an opportunity to be salt and light. But you are speaking now from a a, a professional perspective as an adult trying to teach adults how to change their culture. And you're seeing that the, the adults can't do it. So why are we putting that pressure on our kids Let's protect them. Let's put them in an, an environment where they're surrounded, where they're protected, where they can learn and grow and become right. functioning actual adults. Yeah. And then be salt and light. 
Right. Because I mean, I don't know about you, but when my kids are five and six, I didn't tell them, hey, you want to ride the car? Because you've been sitting in the back seat for a while. So I think you're ready to drive now. Right. Nope. Not happening. Uh-uh. Not today. Not today. Not in this car. Happening. Nope. But you're going to send them off five days a week, you know, nine months a year. Hit yourself, man. Just don't. You got to be real about it. And, and I mean, a lot of people, I think the wing of prayer and, you know, we want to have, have, you know, this extra thing, this extra car, this extra boat, this da 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 da. None of that's going to matter. None of that's going to matter. No, don't, don't sell your kids short because of what you want. Mm, so well said. Absolutely. Hey, um, so how, how can people find you? How can they, uh, you know, if, if someone's interested in, in some coaching, is this, uh, are you, do you coach for just corporations? Do you, you know, schools, who do you, I guess, give me a, uh, a picture. Yeah. So um, I've done training for, funnily enough, public schools and <laughs> trying to teach them public schools, um, some colleges, um, also corporations like General Motors, um, Lear Corporation. Um, we have a national national company out here called Retroform of America's excellent client of mine for a long time, but mm-hmm. also one on one executive coaching. So you can find me on LinkedIn. Um, at Sarah Vienueva hyphen Wilson. The last name is V as in Victor, I-L-L-A-N-U-E, V as in Victor, A hyphen Wilson. And it's on LinkedIn, but also on my website. If you go to theseeddream.com, you can just shoot me uh, an email, contact info there, theseeddream.com. And I'll be happy to answer that for you. Excellent. Thank you for that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh loved the conversation. Yeah. Loved it. Thank you for thank you for doing it. Thank you for coming on and just, you know, sharing some some experiences, some wisdom, some life yeah. stories. Yeah. Can we do it again sometime? Absolutely. Uh, Here's a air high five. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. All right. Thank you. Yeah. We're gonna take a break. Um Thank you for listening to The Dean's List on America Out Loud Talk Radio. Cofix RX Nasal Solution has completed the circle and is now offering throat spray with povidone iodine. That completes the protocol doctors like Peter McCullough recommend. If staying healthy is important, you'll want to make sure to add throat spray to your next order of Cofix RX. For a limited time and exclusive for America Out Loud listeners only, you can save 25% off your entire order. Let's double down against colds, flu, strep, RSV, HRV, COVID, and more. Click the banner or go to America Out Loud shop to get 25% off your entire order. Use coupon code OUTLOUD25. That's coupon code OUTLOUD25. This is Jody O'Malley with Nurses Out Loud. Did you know our body is made up of trillions of cells and inside each cell, redox signaling molecules are produced? These molecules hold a sacred place in chemistry because as we age, the vital communication of our immune system to keep our bodies free from harmful bacteria, viruses, and toxins become less efficient. For the first time ever, ASEA brings you the power of these molecules in a convenient and potent form to provide your body with the essential support it needs to thrive. 
Ever since I toured their facility, I take two ounces in the morning and evening, and my vitality and energy has been restored at a time I needed it the most. Go to americaoutloud.shop and get your exclusive 15% discount by using the code OUTLOUD. Welcome back to the Dean's List. I'm Dean Bone. You're listening to America Out Loud Talk Radio. So uh, I hope you enjoyed the conversation with Sarah Wilson. Uh, she is, you know, just a mom who just said, "Hey, we're gonna we're gonna homeschool." Um, you know, her boys were in a good district, quote unquote, good district. But nonetheless, there were still things happening, things, conversations being had, still things going on that that she just, she wasn't content with. And ultimately she wanted to make the decision that she was going to be the influence in, in her boy's life. So she just went after it. And I hope that that has provided encouragement to any of you who are thinking about it, who are perhaps wondering, you know, do I have what it takes to do this? Can I, can I homeschool? And I have said that the two things that stand in in the way are time and temperament, but she destroyed the, both of those as as being obstacles to homeschooling. She just said, "Now you got the time. You absolutely have the time. You, know, she, you got you got all day long. You got all evening long. You can have night school. You can you can have summer school. Time is not an issue." And then she said, "Temperament. You know, get to know your kids." If if you have a different temperament than than they have, learn their learning style. Understand how how they go about learning and understand their temperament. Get to know them and make your own changes and adjustments. And I just I just think that's really good advice. I do. I think my philosophy of of saying time and temperament, those are the two things that'll stop you from homeschooling. Uh, you know, she she makes a very good argument of someone who's done it, who's on the ground and who's doing it. So I don't know if you have that excuse anymore of time and temperament. Well, let me know. Let me know how it goes for you. You can uh, reach out to us. The email is thedean.list at protonmail.com. The dean dot list at protonmail.com. Let me know what you think. We do enjoy reading the emails. I do apologize for the connection of that interview. It was, there were times where it was somewhat spotty. Uh, but thank you for uh, hanging in there with us. And uh, and we hope that you enjoyed the, the conversation. She did mention uh, the Homeschool Legal Defense Association. And this is the group that is defending the family from Germany. And we will talk more about this family tomorrow. In the next couple of days, the attorney who is defending this family, he'll be on the show and he's going to give us uh, some background. He's going to update us to, to what's happening currently. And also he's going to let us know what we can do to help. Uh, because, you know, this family, it, they, they entered the country legally. They're here legally. And this Justice Department is saying, eh, sorry, you got to go. So we would like to know how, how can we help? 
it just it doesn't seem right when our southern border is being flooded with people coming in the wrong way and almost as if our government not only turns a, a blind eye but invites them in so this will be a, a, a very good informational educational conversation with the homeschool legal defense association and uh, we will keep you posted as to when that interview will happen here in the next couple of days. So as I sign off today, I uh, I encourage you. I've, I've got to tell you, um, the CoFix is is still doing wonders for me. Uh, appreciate the CoFix. CoFix RX. Uh, get out there, and you know, flu season is coming. It's right around the corner. So grab your grab your throat spray or your nasal spray. Go to americaoutloud.shop, enter coupon code OUTLOUD25, OUTLOUD25. Or, and, uh, and, and, I, and I think on that code, you, you, the, the purchase also has to be of the, uh, the throat spray. But either way, uh, the product itself is fantastic. Go to americaoutloud.shop. All right, that's all the time we have for today, America. Thank you for joining me. Invite your friends and family to get on the Dean's List. Let's unite to renovate the age.